What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the one and only, the Skip Battle Podcast. Today's Monday. Today's a good day, you know? Another day to uh, be great, another day to be successful, another day to do what you got to do to make sure that this life is, you know, fulfilled to the ultimate capacity. I have had quite the weekend uh, between dealing with Army stuff, between dealing with uh, my granny going into the hospital, um, figuring out new ways to become a better Twitch streamer, more sources of income, uh, my future. I'm now 30, so I really have to start thinking about these things, like even harder than I was before. Um, you know, so yeah, there was a whole lot that happened in that time. And so here we are today. And so, you know, life is, life is like that already. You know what I mean? And we, we forget that as we get older, you know, our loved ones get older and, you know, I would give I would give 15 years of my life back right now to have my grandmother be the spring chicken that she once was. She's 79 years old. Uh, she hasn't taken many injuries in her life, not many surgeries, not many health problems. And up until, I guess, Saturday, when I literally said after I finished eating, I'm going to call her and I get the call that she's in the hospital because she fell. Everybody sometimes dramatizes stories. So luckily somebody was able to tell me the accurate story and she's fine. She's going in for surgery. And I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, by the way, your boy is on Twitch at Skip Balor. If you guys feel free to follow me at some point in time, I will be recording my podcast here as well. So I'll have two separate episodes. Um, I'm not brought to you by anybody just yet. Um, I've applied for a couple sponsorships, actually, to kind of help get my name out there. So I'm still looking around, still trying to grow my network. But yeah, today's Monday. Um, I had a better week in fantasy this week. I mean, (laughs) I mean, like it was... It was way better than the past couple weeks. Now, however, in one of my leagues, I did shoot myself in the foot. I didn't start Dalvin Cook because I didn't know what his status was. I would have hated. I would have hated to start him and then the Vikings say that he was not going to play. And it's happened before. I've literally had a guy that has dominated for me, and next thing you know, he's not in the game. So it's like, okay. So why didn't you say something like they say something 10 minutes prior to the game and you don't know what somebody's doing 10 minutes prior to anything. Okay. And so, so now I was able to, um, you know, I had cook on the bench. I had Brown on the bench. I mean, I had guys that literally dropped like 80 points on the bench and I was so disgusted by it. So I may lose this one. I may lose it. I don't know. I, all I know is I don't make these kind of mistakes in fantasy. And like this year, it feels like it feels like I'm making mistakes in fantasy that I usually don't make 
Um, it feels like I'm making mistakes in FanDuel that I usually don't make. And it's really weird because I try to make, make sure that I am mistake-free when I uh, come out and I do these things. You know what I mean? Like, I try to make sure that when I'm picking fantasy football, when I'm going out there and trying to have the best team possible, that I ultimately produce a great team every time, right? So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pull up my I'm gonna pull up my fantasy teams real quick, and uh, I hope everybody, like I said, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope it was relaxing. If you work this weekend, but you but you're off during the week. I hope that you, um, you know what I mean? I hope that you, let me see, I have to take this shit off this tablet mode bullshit. fucking hate this shit. Y'all ever just have, like, things on your computer happening, and you're trying to figure out as to why it's continually happening? tell you guys about my fantasy um real quick let me see so we're gonna go to my fantasy football league we're gonna pull it up and you know we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about it for a second because for some strange reason leonard Fournette, leonard Fournette knows how to play football now i'm confused i have picked leonard Fournette almost every year by some chance. And he has been damn near a cancer to me. I'm going to tell you the current scores in my leagues right now. In my league that I made, 118 to 115. In another league I'm in, 120 to 100. Matter of fact, let me just make sure that these are the scores. Because I don't, I don't know what the scores are. I want to make sure that I'm in the lead or... I don't want to be like, all right, I'm in the lead. Okay, so currently it is me versus Monk in my first league, the league that I made. Right now, because I made such piss poor decisions and I left 82 points on the bench. And that was on the bench. I left. I left, no, I left 115 points on the bench. Let's talk about that. I left Aaron Rodgers, Antonio Brown, and Kenyon Drake surprisingly had a good game. I'm surprised just as much as anybody. Dalvin Cook had a great game. I'm not that much surprised. So I have to fix up my lineups after today's. After today's last game, I will get back into deliberating. Okay, so who has not played today? So... All my people played. Um, so pretty much Monk is going to beat me tonight. So there's that on that. Monk is going to beat me.
Okay, so that so so Monk so Monk pretty much has me in that league right now. The league that I barely have a win in. I, I won my first game in this league last week. I don't and mind you, I am the back-to-back champion of this league. Okay. And I don't know how I managed to win three out of five leagues last year. But this week, and I think because of what my running back situation here is, I'm having a tough time this year. I have a good a good wide receiving core. I think, yeah, he's going to win this battle as well. Yeah, he's going to win. Because everybody decided to shit the bed. Melvin Gordon is not that good of a running back. I don't know how he has this one week I'm really good thing, and then the following week he plays like shit. Damian Williams, injured. Le'Veon Bell, not playing. This whole team that I have right here is underperforming. Mike Evans, four points. Mike Williams, four points. Janu Smith, one point. I'm confused. Garbage. He signed that big deal and he's playing like hot garbage. Let's go to the next scores. I'm currently winning 120 to 100. So this, so all of our guys just played yesterday, and I won. I started Aaron Rodgers in this league. Devontae Booker was okay. DK Metcalf played terrible. Antonio Brown was my saving grace. Dalton Schultz and Odell Beckham actually showed up to play football. I'm about to start. I'm about to start putting in Joe Burrow from time to time because some of these guys are absolute dog water. So that was my fantasy. In it. That was that was my fantasy weekend in the recap. Okay. You know, and it's like, it's like, yo, it's like, what do you do in these fantasy leagues sometimes? Because you're out here, you're trying to make the best lineup. You're trying to, you know, you're trying your best every week, right? But then something magical happens. Everybody wants to play like shit at one time. Justin Herbert played like shit yesterday. Good quarterback, played like shit yesterday. Antonio Brown is going to torch the Browns next week. I just want everybody respectively to know that he's going to torch the he's going to he's going to torch the Bears next week. Thomas Brady is not going to allow this allow that allow anything less to happen. I will never put faith in Dallas Goddard again. He can go to hell. So I'm making my new lineups for next week. Uh, Dalvin Cook is also on a bye. So I have to figure out a way to move him. But I have to release somebody. 
So I, I'll have to figure that out. So right now, I am tied for third. Yep, tied for third in this league. And, you know, (laughs) okay, so in this, in my league right now, I am in third place. But if the two guys in front of me lose and I win this week, obviously I'm not going to win now. It's like a three-way tie. Like fantasy has been rough on me this year. Like, I don't know why. Life has decided it wanted to be rough on me this year with a lot of things. But fantasy should have not been the one thing. But it is what it is. Um, I'm clearly putting out the points. I'm just not getting the results. So, that's just that on that. Uh, Shout out to the... Chicago. Let me make sure I get the names right. The Chicago Sky on winning the NBA on winning the WNBA Finals, and Candace Parker bringing the title back home. You know something that Derrick Rose wanted to do as well, but I'm glad Derrick Rose is a Nick. Um, you know. Candace Parker was like the first female basketball player outside of like Diana Taurasi, who I like really was captivated by. I was like, wow, she's really good at basketball. Got drafted number one and never underperformed ever. Okay. And then after that, it was kind of like, yo, there's like a new generation of ballers and they're just so good. Las Vegas literally put together this team with Skylar Diggins, Diana Taurasi, uh, Elizabeth Cambage, um, uh, Asia Asia Smith, I believe her name is. They have they literally have this just this monsters team. That went up against a team that was hungry. It happens like that. So, I mean, same way that he got beat by the Spurs. Spurs beat the brakes off of them boys. They had role players. When you got role players that could just come in the game and knock down threes on you every time, you're going to get fucked up too. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen. So, with things like that, you got to realize, like, hey, all right, maybe my team isn't always good. Same thing with my Yankees. We we stopped buying championships after like 2009, our last championship. We need to go back to buying championships because clearly whatever's going on is not working. We don't have pitching. People swear we have pitching. We have two pitchers, Cole and Seve. We don't have any other pitchers on that team. None. If you can name me a pitcher on that fucking team right now, you're a goddamn lie. 
Aroldis Chapman blows saves. He's been blowing saves since the fucking World Series, bro. Like, he is... He is not himself all the time. Like, he consistently blows saves. It's weird. It's like, bro, like, what are you doing? You're a World Series champion, and you still can't come in the game and be depended on. Aaron Boone needs to get fired. Aaron Judge, DJ LeMayhew, Anthony Rizzo, Juan Carlos Stanton, and maybe Joey Gallo. And I've already said DJ LeMayhew. Those are the only guys that can stay on this team. Trade everybody else. Except for that, the kid that came from the Bronx, the rookie that just came up. Keep him. Keep him too. Trade everybody. Fire sale that shit. Trade Gary Sanchez. He's sorry. Trade Glaber Torres. He's sorry. And he's slow. He's he is not he is about 120 pounds soaking wet. How are you not fast? You got Jose Altuve, who I can't even understand is hitting home runs, can steal second base, can get down the get down the line in, in the craziest amount of time. And you mean to tell me that you are that slow? You can't steal bases? Jeez. What is going on in New York? I mean, look at my Knicks now. We got Evan Fournier. We got Julius Randle. We got Derrick Rose. We got Quick and Obi. And, oh, man, we're good. We're really good. You know what I mean? Like, like we're solid. We're solid here in New York now. Um... So, just know that this NBA season is going to be different. There's expectations on a lot of people. There's expectations on my Knicks to make it past the first round. There's expectations on Joel Embiid to make that next step. There is expectations on the Lakers to win the NBA Finals. There's expectations on Giannis. And by the way, if y'all ain't seen some of these Giannis highlights, who? I don't know who Giannis be. I don't know who Giannis' trainer is, but Giannis' trainer need to check too. Okay, do you hear me? Giannis Antetokounmpo is pulling up from three. Like, not, you know, the hesitant pull-up. No, he's pulling up. He know he can hit that shit. He know Joel Embiid can't smack like that. He know Anthony Davis ain't pulling like that. There's a lot of centers that can shoot a three here and there. They can drop three or four a game, but mm-mm. Giannis? Sheesh. Ever since, that man done won the finals. Y'all done opened the floodgates. Now, however... Has Giannis ever ran into a full Golden State Warriors team? No. Has he run into the Lakers yet? No. So, I need to see him go up against those teams. Full and healthy. But however, kudos to him. His game is amazing right now. Like, he like he pulled up from three. 
a couple times. The man, the man is six something, playing like he about six one. Handles, confidence is high at the free throw line. He's shooting uh, jump shots now, and he's shooting threes. With I, there was a time where Giannis was getting clamped up. There was a time where it was like, yo, Giannis is great, but damn, they beating his ass. <laughs> like Giannis can't, Giannis can't, Giannis can't catch a cold. Giannis can't even catch a cold. And now he's this really ascending player now. Scary hours out here, man. Scary hours. Jalen Green, I think he's going to be good. I think Kate Cunningham is going to be good. Um, a lot of these motherfuckers don't look their A's, though. Let me see. I got to see some. Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham is only 20 years old. No, he just turned 20 years old. How the hell are these dudes looking like a bunch of grown-ass men? Man, looks like that dude, Mikey, who been in high school for like 30 years, bro. Some of the, yo, some of these dudes be looking just past grown. And speaking of people who are going to be ascending, uh, what's his name? Um, Anthony Edwards. That boy right there, that boy good. He real good. He good. You give you give the Minnesota Timberwolves a good point guard and like three good players off the bench, they're a playoff team. I'm just saying. Jonathan Kaminga. He gonna ball out. He looked like Roddy Rich's little brother, though. You know what I mean? But he's gonna be good, too. There's a lot of good rookies in this class, and you just hope that, you know, whatever. Uh, I've looked at certain draft classes in the past, and there's only like a certain amount of guys that stick around. A lot of guys end up playing overseas. And and, and just to clarify, playing overseas is not easy, okay? It is not. There are certain guys that are like that overseas. Like, they are, you know what I mean? They're, they top market. They play for McKeith, Tel Aviv. They play for uh, Real Madrid. They play for, like, the basketball versions of some of the soccer teams. So some of the soccer teams do have basketball uh, versions. But, yeah, those teams ain't easy to make. And them leagues ain't easy to play in either. You got other guys that left the NBA to go play over there, too. You got other guys that jumped from college to play over there. You got European players that's been playing since the age of fucking six. Got handles like no other. Can take you to the fucking rack with ease. You think they need to do all the shit that American players do? No. Because European players are hands down better than American players. It's the truth. You surround American players with good players, they're going to win championships. 
you surround a European player with the same shit, they're going to win championships too. But here's the difference. (laughs) The Spurs damn near had a full European team and won titles. Okay? LeBron had star players around him and won titles. Kobe had one star player. (laughs) Shaq. He had one star player, Paul Gasol. He had a bunch of guys that knew how to play defense. Because if I look at some of these teams that Kobe won the NBA Finals with, I'm I'm just shocked that he won the last two titles is what I'm getting at. If he didn't have Paul, if he didn't have Ron Artest, because who the hell was his point guard? Let me see something. Let me see something. So 2009. We're going to go to the 2009 NBA Championship. Let's go to the Lakers 2009 uh, Finals roster. Okay, he had Trevor Ariza, Shannon Brown, Andrew Bynum, Derek Farmer, Derek Fisher, Paul Gasol, Mabanga, Odom. If you look at half of this team, I can only name Kobe, Odom, Gasol, and maybe Ariza. Because Adam Morrison ain't play a fucking lick. He was... He was garbage. Uh, Sasha Vujicic was okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Kobe didn't have star players on his last two championships like that. Kobe had role players when he won his first three. He had Horry. He had uh, he had Fisher. He had Ty Lue. He had... Okay, so now... The back-to-back titles, that's when he had, like, a better team. But they only added Ron Artest. Yeah, it was Ron Artest, Shannon Brown, Kobe Bryant, Andrew Bynum, Jordan Farmer, Derek Fisher, Paul Gasol, DJ Mabenga, Adam Morrison, Sasha Vujicic, and Luke Walton. Adam Morrison has two NBA championships. What in God's name has Adam Morrison ever done? He was really good in college and then got to the pros and played like hot shit. Like, seriously? Bro, he only scored a... 1,200 points in the NBA. I want to remind you, this was a guy that had a lot of hype around him. We're going to go to the 2006 NBA draft class. And we're going to tell you who's still playing. Andre Bargani, number one, not playing. LaMarcus Aldridge, number two, not playing. Adam Morrison, (laughs) number three, not playing. Tyrus Thomas, four, not playing. Sheldon Williams, five, not playing. 
None of these guys in the top 10 were good. Rudy Gay is the is the last guy in the top 10 of the 2006 NBA draft that's still playing in the NBA. Go to number 11, JJ Reddick. Just retired. Tavo Sepalosha. This nigga's played this nigga has played for everybody. And he just retired. By the way, he was a really good player. Uh, you keep going down the list. Ray John Rondo, damn near the stalwart of that group. Kyle Lowry, still playing. Steve Novak, knockdown jumper, not playing anymore. PJ Tucker, still playing. Let's see. Can I find anybody else that's still playing? Paul Millsap, still playing. Everybody else from this 2006 class is not playing anymore. This was the worst draft class ever. Has to be one of the worst draft class ever. Oh, but they said the 2000 draft class was just as worse. Kenyon Martin, number one draft pick. He was a stud, though. He was an absolute stud. Stratomite Swift, bust. Darius Miles, bust. Marcus Pfizer, bust. Mike Miller. Ah, he was a good player. He wasn't bad. Damar Johnson, bust. Chris Mim, bust. Jay Crossover, that guy. Keon Doolin, rest his soul. He don't turgaloo was nice. Quentin Richardson, knockdown three-point shooter. Jamal McGlure, solid player. Deshaun Stevenson, he's absolutely garbage. Damn, I'm going down the rest of this list, and these dudes are fucking terrible. Oh, shit. Whoo! Boy. How are you that bad? Let's look at the 97 draft class. Tim Duncan, Hall of Famer. Chauncey Billups went three, Hall of Famer. Antonio Daniels, give this man his fucking flowers. He was like that. Number four draft pick. Ron Mercer, I heard a lot about him, but I didn't know too much about him. He was number six. T-Mac was the number nine pick. Uh, Who else? Rest of this class was absolutely shit. Okay, let's, let's keep on moving. Crazy, bro. Shit, you look at the NFL ones, bro. It's, it's even worse. But that's a little different. NFL is it's just few far between. But now we're going to move along from sports. Great sports talk. If you ever want to talk sports with me, just let me know. Okay. So, uh, some gaming news. Gaming news. So, Far Cry 6 is amazing. You guys have 
got to play it. You guys have got to get it. It is amazing. The guns on there are, are fantastic. Uh, I'm still trying to work out how to drive on it. I'm still just as confused. But from time to time, I do get it. Um, Battlefield looks good from what I've seen. It, it, it's the, it's defeating the campers really good. Like the hard, like there are people who are just hardcore campers. Like they, they camp so long that I'm surprised they'll get tired out. And I don't mean camping in the sense of being in position. I've literally seen people wait for the gas in Call of Duty next to the loadout with no gas mask. Just the intention of knowing that that person may be... I've literally seen the gas on the box and motherfuckers are still waiting. Like, are you really that desperate for a kill? Or do you just want to be that much of a troll? Because it has to be one of the two. It's fucking annoying. If you don't know how to play Call of Duty, bro, don't play the shit. You're fucking camping. You're being a fucking weirdo. You're sitting on the loadout. And also, Call of Duty, your shit timing... Your shit timing in this game is absolutely terrible. I literally went behind two dudes... They're plating up. And I laser them. And I'm the one on the ground. And I lose the game. This dude is landing above me. I can't look up. I'm looking up to find him. To track him. He can't land that quick. That I can't get him. The game is absolutely terrible. And that's why I'm glad I have 2K. That's why I'm glad I have Far Cry. That's why I'm glad I have other games to play now. Because this game is shit. It's been shit for a long time. But because my lazy ass teammates don't want to go buy other games. And they think that this is the only game that they can play. That's the only reason I put up with it. Past that, fuck this game. Like... Warzone is absolutely dog water. It's fucking shit. So, moving on. Uh, Little Nightmares. You guys should really check that out. It's a really good game. It's... How can I explain Little Nightmares? If you never... And I can't... And I don't know the backstory to anything of Little Nightmares besides... uh, I guess it's a girl and she wakes up on a boat. That was this is a little nightmare is one I'm talking about. She wakes up on a boat and now she has to escape the boat. But the boat got a whole bunch of shit going on. At one point you're getting chased by, I guess, like the keeper of the place. And you're getting chased by him every like other second. Once you get away from him, now you're getting chased by a fucking chef. Um and then the chef come to find out the chef has a brother. Has a twin brother. Now you got to get away from the chef and the brother. <laughs> and it was like, yo, there's a lot going on. And then you get to the part where people are filing into the boat. People are eating. And then they start chasing you. And then it's like, yo, it's crazy. Then, then you run into like the memoirs of a geisha lady. And then we're getting on. Then we're getting it on. And then I got to hold the mirror in front of me. And... You know, it drains her powers, and then the girl eats uh, the the memoirs of a geisha lady, 
And as she's walking through the door, she's taking everybody's soul. And it was like, you know, this in a weird way reminds me of something. Like, it reminds me of child abuse. It reminds me of how even in the darkest of times, you can still be that light and you can still defeat evil. Like, that's what that game reminded me of. Like, it was really like that. Okay? And so, yeah, I would recommend it. I'm currently playing number two right now, and it's good. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about the San Andreas rebrand. I would absolutely love for them to drop GTA 4 again. I'm, I'm a big fan of GTA 4. I love GTA 4. It was really good. I mean, maybe because it was in New York, and, you know, obviously I'm going to be biased, but um, GTA 4 is excellent. I really do. I, there's a lot of games that PlayStation is dropping the ball on, bro. They're, they're dropping the ball on a lot of things, especially the PlayStation 5 drops. But I will say that if I had to rank GTAs, it'll be fi- it'll be five. I love five. It'll be San Andreas. It'll be four. It will be three. And then it'll be Vice City. I'm not a fan of Vice City, so that's why I ranked it so low. Um... And one thing about one thing about Rockstar, they may take 17 years to, to, to put out their next game, but it's always quality. I've never seen a company so well put together with quality. Naughty Dog puts out quality games. Rockstar puts out quality games. Ubisoft puts out quality games. What the fuck Activision is doing? I don't know. They keep pumping games out, and it's annoying. I don't even want to play Vanguard. I think I'm good on it for right now. I think I'm really good on it. But right now, I'm knocking out other games, and I'm enjoying doing that. Even if it's a solo stream and none of my friends are there with me, okay, I can live. It'll be all right. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's a lot of good games out there. And make sure you guys take the opportunity to look at them. If you have PlayStation, make sure you check out PlayStation now. You can uh, you can check out free games. It's only $9.99, so you can check it out. You can enjoy it and shit like that. Also, um, in other gaming news, uh, you know, I'm on Twitch. Make sure you guys check me out on Twitch at Skip Ballard. Um, subscribe to my channel. I would love you if you guys subscribe. I would love you guys auto-hosted. I would love if you guys came in and chatted with me. Um, and, you know, make yourself different on streaming and continue to promote yourself in the best way that you can. Um, on Twitch, it is getting a little weird. Like, people are out here making love to their mics. And... You know, people are, oh, I built my thing, bro. No, some of you guys had OnlyFans. Let's let's be fucking real. You had OnlyFans, and it fucking worked out for you. That's all that was. Don't don't give people this motivational bullshit. Okay? All right. Secondly, Twitch is like, it's really good one day, and it's really bad the next day. Okay? Um... 
but I am thankful for the 840 followers I have. I'm thankful for the 65 subscribers that I have. So just feel free to continue to support me and support the channel. So now we're going to get into some mental health. Um, I wish the podcast to be a little longer, but I do have a sandwich awaiting me. So I'm trying to roll up out of here. And I will say this. And, um, so yeah, I want you guys to know one thing, right? And I, and I say it all the time and I say, you know, like, how are you going to define your legacy at the end of the day? My legacy is my grandmother. Without my grandmother, there, there is no me. You know what I mean? I get, you know, obviously my, my mom's mom, but I'm talking about any other sense. Uh, 15 years ago, I was just in high school. I was 15. I was in my sophomore year of high school. My grandmother did everything for me. She made sure I was okay. She made sure I had lunch money. She made sure that I had haircut money. Uh, she made sure I was happy. She made sure I was fed. And my grandmother was just a spring chicken every morning. She was up four o'clock in the morning, dragging my grandfather, rest his soul across town, or she had my cousin rest his soul as well. Um, and she just drag him across town at four eight o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. They come back home, prepare the truck. And, and you know, we would have attitude. Like, yeah, come on, we don't want to doing this shit right now. And she'd cuss us out as well. But she knew that we loved her and we knew that she loved us. And we would still do anything for our grandmother, even if we didn't want to do it. <laughs> but uh, she's been doing the same business for almost 50 plus years, almost, you know, since the time she got to America to now. Uh, she hasn't really worked for anybody in her life like that. Um, and, you know, my grandmother's the reason I'm so resilient, so strong, able to get a lot of things done. People say I'm spoiled and you know what? I can take that. That's fine. I am spoiled. And if there is a problem with being spoiled by your grandmother, then I think you need to go and seek fucking counseling or something. I don't care. I grew up in the fucking hood. I grew up literally roaches and fucking mice and fucking rats. People don't think I'm from the hood because I speak so well, because I'm so fluent, because I'm so educated. I will take you to my neighborhood. <laughs> I will show you that it is not glitz and glamour. You hear New York. You think I'm from upstate New York. You think I'm from Long Island. No, I am from far Rockaway, Queens, New York. And I will never let anybody forget that. My family is from Spanish Town, Jamaica. 
We are not from any rich part. We've taken advantage of things, though. My grandmother owns a house in Jamaica, which she gave to my uncle. My grandmother owns land in Jamaica. My grandmother has been through more used cars than anybody I know. (laughs) My grandmother has the same house that has literally raised me and all of my cousins before everybody moved out and went different places. It has housed most of my family for almost 30 years. 30 years. I'll just say 30 years. My grandmother is not the richest woman in the world, but she knows how to take care of herself. Grandmother hasn't had many medical issues, anything like that. I've only known my grandmother to have one surgery in her entire life. Same woman that broke her foot and was out selling the next day because she she doesn't know when to stop. And I always say that that's what, you know, that's what the black dynamic is. Like, take care of your people. Okay? Because at the end of the day, we're getting older, they're getting older. And we have to make sure that their last days are the best days. I want my grandmother to see 100 so that I can, in my heart, know that she lived a full life. Okay? And I could, and I could be at peace with that. 80 years old is too short. I want her to see a lot. Of, I want her to see her 20 more years of my growth. Before she departs from this earth. 20 more years is 50. She'll be, I'm, wow, I didn't realize we were so 40 years apart, 49 years apart. My grandmother's awesome. And, you know, I just want her to be okay. I'm at the age now where I've, where I've started losing people and people are just passing away. Uh, I lost my cousin. You know, I didn't cry at my granddad's funeral. I didn't cry about the whole situation at all. I was very at peace with my grandfather passing away because he was in pain. He was in constant pain. He was in and out of the hospital. And that is the guy that I had my love for wrestling with. Okay. And me putting a little a little childish spit. <laughs> In his water one time is, is trust me, it's not the cause of anything. <laughs> um, that's probably the only mean thing I've ever done to him. <laughs> Besides steal the phone uh, a couple times from that was you know that's kid shit. But my granddad was awesome. He took care of me my whole life, and when he passed, I was at peace. He was in pain. My grandma, like my grandmother, didn't know the limit of stop. And I didn't think she took the time to realize, like, yo, he is hurting. But I was at peace. When I got the phone call and my cousin passed, I was in tears almost the whole day. I had to hold it together. I left. I went to New York. I was in good spirits up until I closed the casket. Is when I fucking just, like, like it hit me like a ton of bricks. You know what I mean? And I say this to say... You know, take care of yourselves. Take care of your loved ones. Make sure you check on them. Even if you don't have the time, even if, you know, a week goes by and you're like, oh, let me call. Make sure they're okay. Because you just never know. 
So I want to say rest in peace to Mr. Eli. He just passed away. Very, very nice guy when I came down here. Um, you know, we we got patties and buns and stuff from him. And so rest in peace to him, man. Such a shame. Uh, rest in peace to Mark. I can't say a bad thing about Mark, man. I knew Mark as long as I was alive as well. And he worked for my dad. And if you know my dad, my dad was a drug dealer. But Mark was, let me tell you, man, Mark was always in good spirits. I'm sure he had stuff going on, but you would never know. Mark was in such great spirits. He was an older guy, probably in his 60s as well, 60s, 70s. But he was such a kind-spirited guy. And he was like, oh, Nicholas, let me all $20 scunts. And I can't believe he's gone. That Like, that guy is a staple to the 60s, to Far Rockaway. So rest in peace to him. Condolences to, the, to both Mr. Eli and Mark's family, man. Can't believe I didn't get to see Mark. I did get to see Mark uh, four years ago, though. So I'm glad I at least... He at least kept to saw me as a United States soldier. So I'm, that's, you know, that's one thing I'm, that's pretty dope to me. Uh, rest in peace to my boy, Sean. He, uh, he had a misfortunate overdose, but, you know, he's at peace now. Um, so, yeah. I just want to say, take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies. And continue to be the best version of you. Whoever you pray to, continue to pray to them. I thank Allah every day. Because this year could have been worse for me. It could have. But life will never get to a point where I have to put a gun to my head. Ever. I just did. I will deal with whatever comes. I will. <laughs> oh, God. And I would hate this. And I'm going to say it right here. I would rather get the COVID shot. And fucking be in the army the next 20 years as enlisted. <laughs> Before I put a bullet to my fucking head. And and I say that lightly because when I was in Texas, man, I could have walked past those three dudes every day that killed themselves. And it's crazy because you don't know what people are going through. So don't ever tell anybody to suck the shit up. Don't ever tell somebody, oh, I've been there before. Be there for them. Tell them, all right, it's okay, bro. Give them their space. Don't don't fucking hog them. If they need space, give them that space. But always tell them that you will be there for them. Unless you were in the deepest sleep of all time, then that shit just happens. So, this was the Skip Ballad Podcast. I'm thankful for whoever's going to listen to this. I'm thankful for whoever's going to need this message. May Allah continue to bless your lives. May you, when you go for your family goes into the next part of life, that they come back as a tree or an animal or a flower. May they come back as something beautiful. May a legacy be left behind them. And may you, good people, continue to build yours. My name is Nicholas Fisher. This is the Skip Ballad Podcast. We are out of here, good people. <laughs>